Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Teresa Tells All. I'm your host, Teresa. This is a pre-recorded episode because next week on the 28th, I will be moving back to college and I'm just driving down pretty much all week. Like, we're driving down from the courses of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm visiting my family and then going back to college on Sunday. So, overall, it's just going to be a hectic week. So, I'm just pre-recording this episode so I don't have to worry about it. But I start classes on the 29th. Right now it is the 21st, so I have eight more days. And I wanted to do this episode in honor of my sophomore year of college. And it's going to be all about how to thrive in college fun things to do, how to balance your work and your social life, studying tips. I did a Smart Girls Guide to College, I think in June or something like that. Um, It was a couple months ago, but you should definitely go back and listen to that episode because I think I gave like good advice for like freshmen in college, like how to make friends, essentials you need for your dorm, how to have alone time, stuff like that. So I don't really remember that much stuff I said, but I think it was a good episode. So you should go back and listen, ignore the audio quality. But this episode is going to be more centered around how to be living your best life, how to get good grades, and how to have fun. But before I begin, don't forget to leave a rating and review and follow the podcast Instagram at Teresa Tells All to be included in the future episodes. I thought I would start out this episode with a segment that's going to be called Peak and Pit. (laughs) And I don't know if you guys have played this game before, but you know when you're like in a group and then someone's like, everyone say a hi and a low from today. Like it's usually like during college orientation or icebreaker activities. But I'm going to start doing that on this podcast because I actually really like that game. And it just helps me reflect on, like, what was the good part about my week and what was the bad part about my week. So, here we go. So, the peak of my week, if you will. Just a subtle rhyme for you guys. My peak was, for some reason, I just forgot literally everything I've done this past week. But my peak is I went to the pool and swam in the pool for a little bit and then we went to Five Guys. This was with Joey. I don't know if I said that, but that was really fun. We went to Five Guys afterwards, and for some reason, Five Guys is, like, the perfect food for after the pool and the beach. It just hits so different every time you've been swimming or, like, out in the sun, and I got a peanut butter chocolate milkshake from there, and it was so good. Like, I haven't had a milkshake in so long, but I completely forgot that Five Guys has the best milkshakes, too, and if you get fries, it goes so well with it, and... Peanut butter and chocolate is just the best combination ever. So that was my peak. And then my pit was I've been having this, I don't know if this is TMI, but I've been having this problem for a while that whenever I'm working out or like doing any exercises involving my hips, like squats or like push-ups or, you know, any like jumping around exercise, My hips always feel like they're shifting in and out of place, and that sounds really weird, but it just basically sounds like they're cracking every time, and if you've hung out with me recently, you know that my hips will just, like, randomly crack, and so I was like, okay, I should probably get this checked out, so I went to the doctor, and then he was like, yep, everything looks fine, (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and then he said I had snapping hip syndrome. So at least I have a name for it now. But I just have to do these exercises to like make it go away basically. But the exercises are like honestly really annoying. It's basically just to make you more flexible and like core exercises. But I've been doing them at night and literally sweating every time. So I'll do my skincare and then I'll start doing the exercises and then I'll be like sweating and then I'll be like, okay, it's just like messed up my entire skincare routine. So that was my pit of the week because basically there's nothing wrong with me. I just need to like get more in shape, but all the exercises are so annoying. So that's what I have for you this week. But anyways, let's just jump right on into the meat of today's episode, which is how to thrive in college. First, I'm going to be going into some freshman advice just briefly, because I asked you guys on my Instagram, Teresa Tells All, what would you say to your freshman self? And so I'm going to be going over your answers, talking about those, and then giving a couple of my own tips, but that's mostly what my first episode was about, so definitely go back to that episode. It'll be linked in the show notes and I will link it again on the podcast Instagram so you guys can find that as well. Someone said, say yes to opportunities in college. I definitely agree with this and I feel like it's really easy to um, encounter new opportunities in college because it's literally like a whole new group of people who you've never met before who are going to be inviting you to do stuff and all these new clubs to join and most of all I think the classes gives you a lot more freedom to um, explore what you'd be actually interested in learning about so definitely say yes to opportunities. I don't think anybody would like say no to opportunities in college but it is also like tempting to be overwhelmed by like the amount of things you can do and then just not do anything like I think I kind of I definitely like explored new like clubs and stuff like that my freshman year but I wasn't really committed to anything which I think I'm gonna try and change this year is I'm gonna start like or I'm gonna try and like become committed to a club and actually like be involved in it instead of just like going to random club meetings for like the free food and stuff so I think that's great advice definitely don't be afraid to say yes except to drugs (laughs) Okay, someone said, make friends outside of your roommates. I definitely agree with this as well. I was not really friends with my roommate, but, like, we were definitely, like, chill with each other. But I noticed a lot of people, like, would only talk to their roommate, especially, like, the first semester. And it's good that, like, you have, like, that built-in friendship, but don't be afraid to, like, do things without your roommate and go places that, like, maybe she isn't going or stuff like that, like, definitely have a life outside of your roommate. Someone also said, goes, college goes by fast, so enjoy every moment and experience, and that is facts. I, my freshman year, like, flew by, now come to think of it, it, like, it went slow in the moment, like, the days went slow, but the months went fast, and especially because you have so many breaks, it kind of feels like, compared to high school, it's mostly just, like, you're going home from a new place, so, like, Thanksgiving break, like, you're going home, but you, you're getting, like, the same amount of days off, but you're going home, so it seems like a whole vacation, and so that makes the months fly by. Someone said, grab your roommate and knock on everyone's door on the first week. It's the easiest way to make friends. Okay, I wish I had done this. I didn't really, like, see anyone doing that 
they probably were and I just like didn't know about it or something but I remember like seeing online like you should keep your door open the first week and knock on everyone's door and just like introduce yourself and say hi and I was just like scared to do that for some reason so I didn't but I kind of regret that because I feel like I would have gotten to know the people on my floor so much faster and I did anyway so it doesn't matter but that does sound like a really easy way to make friends and don't be afraid to not do it just because you didn't see anyone else doing it because they might see you doing it and then be like, hey, that's a really good idea. He also said, get an on-campus job. I did not get an on-campus job. I volunteered in the like local area for like on a weekly basis. Um, and that was like kind of like a job, but I feel like it would have been, it would be helpful to get a job on campus and you're making money and you can like buy food and stuff like that and then also you're getting to know your peers. Someone said, be okay with being bold. It is better to be yourself and have people get to know your authentic self at the beginning rather than trying to keep up an appearance or waiting until you feel comfortable to let your personality shine. Everyone is different so that doesn't necessarily mean being super outgoing but remaining true to yourself because the people who appreciate you will take note. That said, I think giving people the opportunity to get to know you is huge. If you don't allow the time and the space, the pressure is really on the other person rather than giving them an invitation and being interested in getting to know them rather than simply having them get to know you. I think this is something I struggle with personally. Um, Like being myself right off the bat, I feel like I'm more reserved when I first meet someone just because like I don't want to come off a certain way I don't want like people to take my humor the wrong way because I feel like I have a more like dry sense of humor I don't want them to like, think I'm a jerk one and I don't want them to think I'm annoying but I think this is really good advice that just remain true to yourself be- as she said remain true to yourself because the people who appreciate you for you will take note and also I struggle <laughs> but the second thing she said um like, giving them an invitation and being interested in getting to know them. Obviously, like, I'm interested in getting to know people, but I hesitate to extend invitations for some reason. I do not know why. So that's also something I'm going to work on this year. So thanks for that advice. She also said, I would also say the best thing you can do for yourself and your social circle is to keep your studies, keep on your studies, so you're free to say yes to last-minute plans or silliness rather than panicking about a deadline because you have taken care of things. Yeah, I was going to mention that later. If you keep on your studies, as you said, it's way easier to um, do spontaneous things because you've completed all your work, you can just chill. That's a huge reason of like why I'm so, or try to be so organized is I like want to slack off later. So I try to like take care of the work first and then just slack off. She also said... Speak up in class. I found that it was good for developing support with both my with both my professors and my classmates. Even if you aren't super confident, asking a question to clarify is a great move. You may be helping out the whole class and allows people to talk to you about your thoughts and things after class. That is a great thing about college is you feel like more free to participate in class because you're allowed to like pick the classes you take for the most part. So you're, you feel more free to participate in the subject matter, and 
I think that's a good way to make friends too is participating in class and then people will see that you're interested in it and they're interested in it too and then possible friendship question mark all right so that's all like the freshman advice I'm gonna give um I do want to recommend the book how to win at college by Cal Newport which I haven't read but I've heard it gives really good advice for college freshmen and also the only other thing I would say is locate your classes the day before you start classes because especially if your campus is big, you're going to get lost. I went to a tiny high school, and my college is small too, but to me it was really big. And, like, the the campus is a decent size. But I had this math class on the first day. Oh, my gosh. I just remember this happened twice on the first day. But I had this Spanish class, and it was, like, the furthest building on campus. And I tried, like, putting it in Google Maps. And I would later find out that Google Maps does not work at my school. So it just like led me to this completely random place. It was not the right building. And then I was like freaking out. It was 90 degrees. I was dehydrated because I didn't have a water bottle. Also get a water bottle ASAP when you start college because you're gonna be sweating that first week. But I was dehydrated. I felt like I was gonna pass out. I had no idea where this building was. Eventually I found it. I was 20 minutes late for class, you guys. And the teacher was so nice and she didn't really care because she was like, uh, this is the first time I'm on campus too because of COVID. Like, she was online the last semester. So she said, like, I understand. Like, it's confusing and stuff like that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, thank God. But I ended up dropping that class anyways. And I remember I was happy because I was like, I made such a bad impression that I'm just like dropping the class anyways. Um, and that happened another time. I don't think this is my first day. It might have been, actually. But I was trying to get to this math class. It was in a building that was also on, like, the further part of campus. And I saw my brother and his girlfriend, and I was, like, asking them how to get to it. And then they're like, it's in that building over there. And so I walk, they point to the building. I walk over, and there's this kid outside and he's looking for the same class as me so I'm like okay we can look for it together and it turns out that the classroom on the syllabus said something completely different than the classroom it was actually supposed to be in and it was like updated after we had screenshotted the schedule anyways we went to the right building we were like 20 minutes late again and it was like a full classroom full of people and it was so embarrassing we had to take like the only two seats Long story made short, make sure that you have an updated schedule of your classes, number one, and also do a sort of like dry run the day before you have actual classes so you don't get lost on the first day. Maybe even draw a map for yourself if you really like have no sense of direction like me. Maybe that would have been helpful. All right, so now that I'm done with the freshman advice, I'm just going to go into studying tips. The most fruitful way you can study, how to manage your time well. These tips, a lot of the stuff I'm going to say can go for high school as well. So if you're listening and you're in high school, this is a lot of stuff that you can take away too. And I have some tips that I learned in my psychology class about memory, so I'm just going to share them. Um, When you take a test, you want to be in the same mental and physical state as you were when you were studying. This means that, for example, if you're wearing a certain perfume, if you were, like, caffeinated when you were studying, if you were wearing jeans, then you should manipulate all of those conditions 
um, exactly when you take the test, and then it helps to trigger your memory of how you were when you were studying. This is actually a scientific fact, so if you don't believe me, look it up, but I was skeptical too. But it actually, like, works for me because... Obviously, like, if you're drinking caffeine when you're studying and then you don't drink caffeine when you take the test, it's, like, completely different conditions, so kind of screws me up. I actually did that, like, my finals week in high school for some reason. Finals week, I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not drink coffee this week, and then I was, like, falling asleep during my test, so I did not know why I would do that. But also, it goes for, like, smells and, like, your mental condition. So if you were, like, happy when you were studying, you want to be happy when you take the test. I don't know how you would manipulate those conditions, but you know what I mean. Also, don't study for hours on end. I know some people that will try and just do all their studying at once just to get it over with but it's actually way more helpful if you study in like 30 minute increments and then take five minute breaks every time it's best to not like scroll on social media or like go on your phone during the breaks because your mind is just becoming focused on something else but just try and get up take a walk get a drink of water and that helps you not get drained from studying and then also it kind of goes by faster because you're also taking five minute breaks you're also going to want to stay organized, so get a planner or some form of it. I use an online planner, and it's called Notion, and I love Notion, you guys. It's kind of like a note-taking software, but you can do like so many other things with it, like you can make lists, um, do class notes, put like links to different websites, and also you can make it really cute if you download a template. I watched this YouTube video and it had these really cute templates of Notion and it was really helpful for organizing my life. So I'm going to put that YouTube video in the show notes and then you guys can go see it. Some people like to take notes on their computer, but um, it kind of depends on the type of person you are. But personally, if I write them on the computer, my eyes get really tired and then I'm like falling asleep in class. And also I feel like I remember it better when I handwrite it. It's just It just all depends on the person, but... I use Notion as my planner because I take my computer everywhere I go, so I don't have to remember a physical planner every time, like I'm going to the library or something. But once you have your planner, guys, write down an assignment as soon as you know about it. Seriously. You'll get a syllabus of all your assignments at once, so you'll know like everything for the whole semester, but I wouldn't immediately transcribe the due dates to your planner because a lot of the time the teachers will change the due dates and like the lesson plans. So as soon as they announce it, write it down, and then you won't forget about it. Also, just get different notebooks and folders for every subject. Organize your desktop on your computer. It seriously will really help you in the long run to stay organized, and that's like a huge part of studying for me. All right, now onto your bedroom, your safe space. I really recommend investing in your bedroom, making it a place that you actually want to be, Make it comfy, make it you, especially if you're sharing it with a roommate or someone. You're going to want your side of the room to be an inviting place that you don't feel is foreign to you. So get comfy bed sheets. I have a memory foam mattress pad, and I think that's linked on my Instagram under the essentials. Decorate the jail. <laughs> I almost said decorate the jail cell. I was going to say decorate the walls. <laughs> of your room. Don't make it a jail cell. 
I know some people, not naming names, who didn't decorate any of the room, and then it just kind of looks like a jail cell. You know who you are. Also, don't do your homework on your bed. This is a huge part of making it a comfy space. It's actually scientifically proven, or I don't know if it's proven, but there's studies that say you don't want to be doing work in the same place that you sleep, because then when you try and go to sleep, your mind is wired to the work that you usually would be doing in bed, and so it keeps you awake. I never study in bed, never do notes in bed. I do do this podcast in bed, but maybe I should not be doing that. Honestly, it's questionable if you should be doing it, like, they'll give you a desk in your room. It's honestly questionable to me if I should be doing it at that desk, because it's just, like, a tiny space. I want to be able to, like, spread out all my stuff. It's obviously better than doing it in your bed, though, so, you know, pick your poison. Also, I'm just going to share some things that I want to get for my room because I was making a list earlier. I want to get new bed sheets because here's the problem with my bed sheets. It was the washers and dryers. I think it, the dryer was the culprit, but the dryers at my school were so terrible that they made my blanket and my comforter so linty. There's so many like little fuzzballs on them now and now I just hate it. So I want to get thinner sheets because I like being cold when I sleep. I want to get like thinner, uh, a thinner comforter than I already have, and maybe like a new throw blanket that doesn't have like lint balls all over it. And I kind of just want like a more neutral comforter anyways, because the one I have right now has flowers on it, and it just is not my vibe. I just want neutrals. I also want to get a storage cube to step up on my bed, because it's so high off the floor, you guys. It's literally like, I want to say like four feet off the ground, my bed. So I have to jump onto it. And my roommate last year had this storage cube that she would just use as a step. So I want to get something like that. Also, this is a bit more expensive. So I might like <laughs> have to ask for this for my birthday or something. But I want, really want a beanbag chair because I want to like be able to sit down on a chair to record the podcast in my room. And... They make these beanbag chairs that are, like, structured, so they have armrests, and so I want one of those. I found one on Target that was, like, $45. I also want to get curtains for my room. I feel like that would make it so much cuter, because other than that, I just have jail cell shutters. So maybe some neutral colored curtains. I want to organize my room more, so maybe, like, plastic um, drawer organizers, you know, like, those little plastic bins you can put inside your drawer and then like it organizes it basically they sell them on amazon for pretty cheap and then i don't know if i'm gonna need a shower caddy this year because i have my own bathroom or like my own bathroom in the suite so the shower caddy i had last year it would just get soaking wet and then drip all over my room so i think a plastic one would be better not a mesh one because that absorbs the water and then makes it soaked and then just randomly i feel like i should get a hair dryer because I usually take night showers and then my hair is sopping wet and I don't want to like go to sleep with it like that. So maybe I should get a hair dryer. Even though I prefer to let my hair air dry. I don't know. Maybe I should schedule my showers better so I'm like showering in the morning. Are you a night shower or a morning shower? Comment below. I would be a morning shower if I weren't so lazy. I just like to sleep in. Alright, next I'm going to be going into some advice for balancing school, your social life, and your private life. First of all, I want to say that as important as school is, your mental health is so much more important 
and same goes for your social life like it's important to make friends like put yourself out there all that stuff but it's also important to take time for yourself and make sure you're just taking care of yourself as cheesy as that sounds like exercise go for walks and if you find yourself struggling colleges usually have pretty good counseling programs so don't be afraid to reach out for someone as I was said earlier in the episode if you stay on top of your schoolwork you'll have so much more freedom to do spontaneous things with your friends down the line and you will be hesitating because you have an assignment due at midnight and you'll be able to do more fun things so if you balance your school life and your social life that usually means staying on top of your schoolwork first and foremost and then later on just geeking with the squad as they say and if you're looking for some fun things to do I have some ideas of you can do these things alone you can do them with friends my personal favorite thing to do where I go to school in DC is go to museums because they're all free and so I like going to the art gallery sometimes even by myself you know just vibing with the artwork getting a coffee afterwards I like going to coffee shops going on picnics it's really fun just go to Trader Joe's get like some fruit get some juice get some chips get some dip then go to a park, have a picnic, especially when the weather's nice. That's like one of the best things you can do. I also go thrifting with my friends sometimes. It's a pretty far away like trek, so it's kind of like a day trip type of thing. But you know, thrifting is just so much fun. When you're thrifting, I feel like you need to have an idea of what you want before you go there. Otherwise, you're just like walking around aimlessly and just being like, oh, this is cute, this is cute. But then you don't end up getting anything. If you're looking to actually get stuff, make a Pinterest board, come prepared, and then just look for the stuff that's on your Pinterest board. And then also, like I said, going to cute coffee shops and working on your homework with your friends. That is a vibe. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. I hope you got some good advice, whether you're a freshman in college or you've been in college for a little while. I hope you took something away from this episode that will help you thrive in college and as always if you have any feedback for the episodes follow the podcast instagram and then dm me or comment on the most recent photo and uh leave a rating and review because that would really help me out heart emoji and i'll be back with a more current episode next week so bye that was me blowing a kiss (laughs) bye